Hey everyone, and welcome back to Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101. We are in Season 2, Episode 3, and that means in the year 2020. Uh, it rhymed right there. I didn't mean for it to, but it did. That in the year 2020, we are going to continue learning from gathering the experiences and knowledge that great leaders out in the field have we're going to hear from their stories we're going to we're going to interact with them we're going to pick their brains we're going to ask the tough questions we're not going to shy away from learning from each other so that we can be better youth ministers youth leaders or just basically people who empower enlighten and educate the next generation i have to admit i was listening to the rise and lead podcast by benjamin lundquist by the way please check out that podcast it is powerful and you can gain so much by listening to it this week he was talking about empowering leaders empowering leaders because leaders aren't just delegators they aren't supposed to just make followers leaders true good leaders true excellent leaders actually create more leaders and that's what mentorship is all about we want to mentor the next generation of leaders another quote i'll give you is tim elmore who is a specialist in engaging with generation z he says it's not about who's best it's about who's next that's what this podcast is all about we are looking at who's next we are being intentional about changing the lives of the next generation introducing them to jesus letting them have a crack at the bat giving them the keys letting them have a chance to minister to ourselves and to our community so i hope that's what you are planning to do with me on this journey on this podcast especially this year this week i bring to you caleb isley he is the editor-in-chief of humans of adventism he started this ministry a few years ago because he was looking online for what content that was similar to what this is and he couldn't find it so basically he started it himself interacting with adventists from all over the world hearing their stories and telling their stories on social media it has been a blessing to countless and numerous people. Uh, you can check it out at Humans of Adventism on Instagram. There's a Facebook page and, of course, a website. That will all be in the show notes. So I hope you're excited to hear about what Caleb has to say about learning from others or reaching others through story. So let's check out that episode right after this ad. 
Oh, and by the way, I do want to acknowledge this. So you are aware, when I interviewed Caleb, it was in a public setting. It was uh, actually a bunch of youth directors were meeting and talking in the Pacific Union. You might even check out Pastor Benjamin's voice in the background, that deep voice that everyone knows. But I apologize for that. Uh, the mics were very loud, so you can hear us clearly, but you can hear some background uh, conversation. So check out the episode. All right. Welcome once again to Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101. I am sitting right next to Caleb Isley of Humans of Adventism. I, I'm just excited, enthusiastic, and elated to be sitting next to this great guy. So um, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Awesome. It's a awesome. Day. So f- to give some context, especially for those who are watching, uh, I was part of a growing young cohort here for uh, becoming a speaker in growing young and Caleb's here yeah so I was like I gotta talk to this guy (laughs) especially since I have a podcast so might as well do it Um, so Caleb how is it going for you here in Oregon yeah yeah I'm I'm brand new to the area everything's still very new but it's already running pretty strong here Um, yeah, I've been collaborating with the Oregon Conference to help tell the stories of Seventh-day Adventists here in Oregon, and it's, I've got to say, I mean, I'm encouraged by the work and the leadership that I've found here, and life's good. That is, that is a blessing. That is a blessing. Um, we did this in the promotional video for GC Impact, but I thought it would be beneficial to ask this as well sure. on this platform, and how have you been impacting lives with your ministry? Sure, yeah. I think one of the best things about the ministry that I uh, help facilitate is that I actually uh, allow other people to make an impact. Um, wow. Me, myself, you, you know, sure, as a person I have a lot of opinions and everything, but really what I would like to do is instead of focusing on those um, find a way to open up the the power and calling that that God has in each individual life in the the Adventists around me and so the way that I do that is I facilitate story Um, each lived experience each uh, day-to-day things that people are dealing with um, my whole job is to open that up so in humans of Adventism you see very little from me myself yeah and you see the words of other people and so my job is just to give them a little bit of a a platform and elevate their voice uh so that so that you can involve i mean hundreds of people wow impacting instead of just me the one person wow wow yeah it's it's interesting because um i think you've mentioned it before as well or somebody's i've heard mention it that Stories are so impactful. I mean, that's how Jesus used to mm. spread the gospel was mm-hmm. through story. Is there any thought that you have behind that? Or Absolutely, yeah. I think Jesus was really good about using the environment that people knew and using building blocks for his story that people knew, right? When he tells his parables, for example, he uses professions that the common man would know. He uses illustrations that, you know, when he's talking about throwing out the seeds, and them landing in different ground. Yeah, It's not just a random choice that he picked that. He yeah. picked something that the average person would understand and know, 
Um, so it wasn't this kind of high and mighty, hard to access imagery. It was, how can I illustrate this in a, in a way that you can click with, and even if you don't get it right now, it will sit with you and develop in your brain. And, and I think, you know, we, we often, when we make Adventist media, we make the mistake of uh, skipping that, that part of things, right? Mm. Jesus knew the workings of the universe, right? Yeah. But he didn't jump to describing the planets. He didn't jump to these, these big concepts because people wouldn't have gained anything from it. Yeah. And so what I think storytelling does is it takes, you know, the, the pieces of life that we're familiar with and it tells kind of this this way of being and this way of striving for things and pursuit of, of growth through a, a lens and through building blocks that we can identify with today, right? Wow. wow. And and yeah, so I, I I'm very inspired inspired by Jesus, obviously, but not just kind of in the broad sense, but the specific things that he did and the importance that he placed on the value of story. Wow, wow. Um, the other question I did want to ask you is something I actually asked you earlier today. And it, it your platform has grown. Uh, you've impacted a lot of people. So I want to ask you again, how does it feel to be very influential in young adult ministry in the Seventh-day Adventist Church? So I grew up reading comic books. And my favorite comic books were the Spider-Man comic books. And there's a line, one of the most famous, even if you don't watch Spider-Man, you know the line where with great power comes great responsibility. I've internalized that in with whatever influence I have, I have more and more responsibility over what I do with that. Yes. And I'm, I'm very aware of the more people are listening, the more responsibility and impact and uh, even potential for damage that you have. Yeah. So I think I, I take that seriously. Um, you know, however I can involve myself in people's lives and, and serve them, I want to. But I would say it feels mostly like life has always felt. Mm. I think that the, the daily struggles, the struggles in my faith and finding my purpose and all of that is has not changed yeah. um, only the the details of it yeah wow and that, that that makes me think you mentioned spider-man and how when he gains his powers mm. he's able to impact change and save a lot of people's lives but what makes spider-man so interesting is peter parker's life is still the same yeah. he still lives in the apartment he still has to work at the daily bugle <laughs> yeah. it's it's like He's a superhero, yet he still has a rough life at home, which is something I think is so cool about Spider-Man. And um, you, you liken yourself to that. You have a lot of influence, <laughs> but it's not. It doesn't make your life easier, or you're not, you know, in a great. I w how do how do I say this? It's not like you're all of a sudden somewhere you weren't expecting to be, but. It, it, it's 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 amazing that the humility from you and I'm just I'm just in awe of that so um, with that being said could you give us 
a little bit of background on how you started mm. the ministry because this is something I think a lot of young adults are thinking about. How do I impact people by starting a ministry? How do I start? What ideas should I come from? Yeah. So, The advice I always give, and I'll get into the, the practical background of this, but the advice I always give to people is um, identify what's missing and, and work to fill that gap. Um, Everyone that I know that is doing some kind of media or, or some kind of growth work in the church is coming from the perspective of they have recognized something is missing. And they have realized that even if they aren't, don't feel qualified, even if they don't have you know, a degree or money or whatever, they want to do what they can to fill that missing piece. Right? And so that's where I was at when I started this. I... I was looking for humans of Adventism on the internet. Basically, mm. I wanted it to exist. I thought I wanted to be a fan of this, uh-huh. right? Yeah. I wanted, you know, and and since it didn't exist, and since I did see a whole lot of places where communication was breaking down in the Adventist Church, where uh, people's stories were being kind of pushed to the side in favor of. Uh, more distant kind of uh, doctrine and these things, um, you know, I, I really felt like I just want something where I can get to know the people that share my faith. Yeah. And I, I want to hear the voices of the people who are not our biggest leadership, are not, you know, the, the Adventist celebrities, they're not the Adventist, you know, rich people necessarily, just the people who are in our faith and in our denomination and come from all different cultures and backgrounds. I just want to know. I, and, and so I, I developed this attitude of curiosity where it's like, you know, assume that I don't know mm-hmm. and, and go looking for uh, just hearing people and listening to their stories. And wow. so if you would trace this back to the first week that we published something on Facebook, Here's what it looked like. I was in a pest control uniform. I was working for a pest control company. Wow. Right? I was in a work truck. All I had with me was my cell phone. Yeah. Right? Uh, No office, no equipment, no uh, sponsor, no one saying, okay, you're allowed to do this. Literally, it's just me with some downtime using what was in my hand. Wow. And really, it's not been anything to do with uh, a skill set or a talent or anything it was I was doing something that wasn't being done and I kept doing it wow. every single week two new stories with Seventh-day Adventists no broken nothing just continuously for two and a half years for free yeah <laughs> you know two new stories and wow. and really it was just over time naturally developed and and got you know more and more leadership and and uh, support and uh just a a lot of people came together and and a community formed that allowed me to continue doing this wow wow (sighs) now going on to what i talk about on this podcast youth ministry Mm. um i know that you're a young adult and um you do great things with your platform but how do you feel our denomination does Hmm. with engaging with youth and young adults you know i 
early in my adult life, I felt very strong negative feelings to some of the different things that went on when I saw people uh, try to do something different, you know, try to branch out and start something. I would say the more in touch I get with our, our leadership and, and future planning and that kind of thing, yes, I do still run into negative examples, but I'm having my mind changed by very positive uh, leadership that I'm encountering. Wow. You know, I'm coming from this almost attitude of, of distrust and, and pain yeah. from growing up uh, Adventist and the, just the kind of spaces that I was in. But I would say more and more my respect is growing despite the big decisions that I may not agree with, despite the um, kind of not exciting statistics and that kind of thing. I would say that I have a very hopeful view of the future, and wow. I hope that I can contribute to that uh, healthy environment and that, that attitude of growth over the rest of my life. Wow, wow. Uh, well, another question I have that I've been wanting to ask you for the longest time Okay. is, in mentorship, I've usually asked this question, has there been a mentor in your life mm. that they said something that it sticks to you to this day like that statement still is in your brain several um but i will i'll mention my stepdad okay. a little background on my stepdad not raised adventist had no contact with the adventist church before he married my mom wow and even when he married my mom it was uh weird for him you know he had never been around people who didn't eat pork he'd never all of these things were very new and so for most of my life he wasn't a seventh-day adventist and as an adult, I saw him join the church. I saw him take leadership in the church and now has been the head elder of a church for several years. Wow. And what he did when he came into this church was he took up advocating for young people. I mean, every Sabbath, every opportunity he got, he was bringing this message of we need to listen we need to learn and we need to recognize the hard work, the talent, and just the, the, the cry for a Christ-like church that is coming from our young people. And oh. so while I may not have a specific quote from him, mm. I'll just say seeing him stand up in front of whatever people were gathered in front of him and just say, young people matter and, wow. and we need to listen and we can learn from them. That's been one of the most impactful things that I've had from a mentor ever, just that attitude and that trust. Wow. Wow. That that's powerful. It's it's definitely when they feel like young people when they feel somebody's advocating for them, mm. it can really change their life. I I feel like uh, young people are feeling like they are being attacked a lot. And if there's somebody that takes up the mantle to advocate for them, man changes a life so straight from caleb isley from humans of adventism and i'll keep saying it a lot humans of adventism <laughs> on this podcast youth ministry and mentorship 101 um caleb thank you so much for Absolutely. being on the podcast i continually pray for you and your ministry um as i usually do at the end of this podcast i leave it to the guests to give some words of encouragement is there there's probably some young adult out there 
who is just maybe in a pest control co- uh, truck, yeah. thinking about starting a ministry, what words of encouragement could you give to that? Yeah, I would say to the young person, two things. Number one, don't let any person own your faith. Your faith is between you and God, and God is going to call you sometimes to do something that your leadership doesn't see. Follow God's call, not your leadership's necessarily, unless they're in line together. And the second thing is develop curiosity. I think we we often have an attitude of fear, where we're afraid to overstep, we're afraid of breaking a rule, we're afraid of what would happen or being deceived. I want to challenge that attitude. I want to say, instead of being afraid, be curious, because God has you, you can trust Him, and when you're following that call, it's so much more important to to seek the truth and and to do something than it is to uh, avoid those things out of fear. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>